What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio.
welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And that was Danny B. Harvey. And um, he's a, best known as a guitarist for the super group um, Headcat, also a band he formed with Lemmy from Motorhead. And uh, he's done a lot of amazing stuff. And that that's such a great song to open up with. Um, again, if you'd like to call in today, the number is 347-677-1036, and our chat room is open, and also would like to introduce my co-host today, who has designed albums, um, Spencer Drake, who's designed albums for the famous, for a lot of different people, has 22 rock and roll inductees in the MoMA and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, I don't need any introduction, everybody knows who I am. This is Holly Steffi with Red Velvet Media, and with that, I am going to bring my co-host on and also bring in Danny B. Harvey, who I'm so excited to have on the show, because not only has he done music, he's done music for films and film scores, and one of my favorite movies, The Rage, Carrie 2, for MGM in 1999, so this will be a really fun show, and I think Danny might be in an airport, I'm not really sure. Welcome to the show. Danny, are you in an airport? Uh, no, I just was at the airport. I, I, I had to go. I actually played a gig at the air at the Austin uh-huh. airport, a special wow. gig. And I, I got uh, got done at three, so I came home. Oh, <laughs> so it's now Austin, home. the city of music. They, they have concerts in the airport. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and you're on, also on tour and recently recording with your wife, Annie Marie Lewis, mother-in-law, Linda right. Gale Lewis, little sister of yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. So this yeah, is very he's cool. my Uncle Jerry and, now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you got a new CD coming out, right, on Lanark Records in 2016 this year? Yeah, on February 26th, yeah. me and Annie are putting out our first duo album. Oh, that's, that's great! Song that's, that's from the album. So, uh, I, well, you I gotta have, bring. Oh, I'm sorry. This I'm is sorry. cool. No, 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 no. What uh, I was gonna I, say was when I was reading some of the stuff he's done, it was like amazing yeah. because I knew some of your stuff, Danny, that you had done, and from Spencer. And then when I saw that you had played with uh, the Stray Cats, you know, I know Brian really well, so that was really kind of cool. Uh-huh. Awesome, <laughs> yeah, awesome. So. Yeah, no, no. Let's go for Brian it. That, that song was, uh, we opened up with was Nitro, which is a great yeah. song, by the way. Awesome oh, song. <laughs> so let's go. I, yeah, I, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to bring up how I met um, Dan, uh, Danny. Yeah. I uh, Cynthia Ross, uh, who is a great performer, um, uh, told mm-hmm. me to come down to Midtown to this club, right? So Holly, so I mm-hmm. said. Oh, that's cool. And she said it's going to be a really good show. And Jim Jones was there. And on the stage is Danny. And I'd never seen him before. But the first thing that I connected with, he reminded me of Jimmy Vaughn, who I designed yeah. the Fabulous totally. Thunderbirds cover with. I knew Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And he had such a great charisma. And then I met Annie. And I said to Annie, actually, Danny, I don't know if you know this. I said to Annie, I said, you, you guys – you guys should do a CD together. This was a while ago, Danny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And look what happened, you know? Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I, I yeah, want to hear about like, Carrie and that. your film scores. I want to hear about <laughs> that. That's that's like, whoa, wait a minute. You got into some horror music. You got into horror flicks and composing <laughs> and yeah. doing stuff like well, that. I'm always that's like amazing. Horror flicks. 
I've always liked horror flicks. I was just the rage carried. I mean, because I did a for that director, I did a couple films. One of her films uh-huh. for Roger Corman for Showtime. Wow. And then, uh, and then when that movie came out, they were looking for. She pushed me, and I had to go do a. That was for MGM. That was a big film. So, it, when it opened at number one at the box office, then it got knocked out by Analyze This. But still, so for one week, uh-huh. I had a I had to score to the number one film in the country. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. <laughs> Suspense. Where did you yeah. see? Where did you see Danny play? Well, they, he played. It, they were playing. Danny, I remember it was a club in Midtown, and um, yeah, know, Jim was Jones was on the uh, stage and. It was a whole bunch, and Cynthia played, and you were playing, and yeah. it was Holly. It was a whole bunch of incredible musicians. Yeah, and, I, got, um, I got my, I, I called it all my New York favorites. Yeah, and Yerky, '69 from the band '69 Eyes, because wow. we have a band together. He was there, so he sang. Mm-hmm. And I got Nigel Harrison from Blondie up to play bass, and uh, and then Jim Jones is there, so Jim got up and sang a couple songs, and Annie sang, and and Cynthia played bass, and yeah, it was like a lot of. People, I've just this is like a, and a bunch of superstars. I I can only sing so much. Wow! You know, right, right Holly was unbelievable. With, you're right there with them. You're yeah. right there with them. <laughs> and I yeah. I bet you any amount of money, a lot of people are probably asking you, tell me your Lemmy stories. You know, um, you know, but uh, you know, what was yeah. it like well, working I mean, with Lemmy? Yeah, we want to well, hear about great. that. I mean, I'm not. I met Lemmy in 1980 when I went to uh, London with Levi Dexter. I, went, when I was like a teen, I was just 19, and we we used to play in London. And Lemmy'd come to our shows. He's like, because Lemmy was a big fan of rock and roll, and that's the same way he met the Stray Cats. He went to their shows, and so, uh-huh. and so like, but it wasn't until like 1998 that Slim Jim, Phantom, and me got Lemmy, and we started the band Headcat because Lemmy wanted to do rock and roll. But uh, yeah, Lemmy's just always a big fan of it, so he was. But playing in the band with him was great. Lemmy was, a, I mean, I'm sure you've heard all the stories since he passed. Yeah. I mean, he was very smart. He was very mm. always a gentleman. Even though he drank constantly, he was, no one's ever seen him drunk mm-hmm. or passed out because he always maintained a certain, you know, he's he's always dignified. Even if he was drinking all day, he never yeah. let himself get to the point where he passed out. He had to be carried out of a club or anything. Uh. And he was just a real gentleman. <laughs> great smart. Is, I mean, I got a million stories. He's also a very hysterically funny guy. But one of my best stories in, about him is he always would listen to live shows. Here. He'd always uh-huh. say to me, uh, whenever I play too fast, he'd say, stop slowing off and just play the guitar. <laughs> and, he'd, he'd, and he'd do the same thing to, like, Phil Campbell from Motorhead. When, this, when Phil Campbell, like, when he'd be cutting solos, if he played too fast, it showed off anyway. He'd say, no, don't be doing that. Just play a good guitar. Don't show off. Aww. Wow. Just, it makes you think. Cause, you know, cause he I mean, humble. Have, cause we do. Yeah, I mean, like, and he was, I mean, he was a talented musician. He could sing. He could play. He knew all about music, his story. He knew about regular history. He knew. He's a very smart man. How did you, uh, Danny, how did you start, I mean, playing guitar? Where did you, yeah, you know, bringing up things, you know? Well, I lived in, I grew up, you know, I was born in Texas, but I grew up in, I was living in Kentucky when I was like 13, 12, like around in, and was, the town I lived in, Kentucky, was a really small town, and there was nothing to do except I learned to play guitar because my next door neighbor, who was a teenager older than me, had a bunch of guitar guitars around, so he taught me how to play some Led Zeppelin songs and kind of, it was very easy, like within a month at 13, I became the best guitarist in Catonsburg, Kentucky, so... Wow. I was playing with all the grown. I was playing with all the grown-ups. 
So by the time we moved to California, I had a gigantic ego because I figured if I could be the best in Catonsburg, I could be the best in the world. <laughs> so at least I had the wow. ego, even though I wasn't. I don't think I was the the best in L.A. or best in any, but at least I had the ego thinking I could be the best. <laughs> what were you but listening to growing up? Well, when I like when I well when I was a teenager, it was all like it was like Led Zeppelin, it was uh, you know, yeah, it was Black Sabbath, it was all the it's mainly hard rock or blues rock, and then I got I got into jazz a lot when I got to be later as a teenager, and then I and I only started playing rockabilly because rockabilly was the only it was the genre of music where I could play all the country stuff I knew because I learned country in Kentucky when I was young and I could play country stuff, jazz stuff and blues stuff and rock stuff all in the same genre because rockabilly you kind of get away with all of that whereas if I played blues they wouldn't want me getting too jazzy and they wouldn't want me to be country and if I play country I couldn't be but rockabilly can do all those things Man. that's why I got into rockabilly like when I was 17 wow oh you're kidding wow that's, that, that has its own sound and I think, you know, a lot of that really has made its own way, and I think it's really amazing, you know, the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's yeah. sawing? Are you, who's sawing wood? It sounds like somebody's <laughs> sawing some wood. <laughs> Are you hey, sawing I, I, John, wood? I gotta, Eddie, no, let me ask no, you a question. What, what, I saw uh, you, know, you played with N.C. Uh, Sinatra, and, uh, yeah. but you played with Johnny Ramone. That's what interested me. What did you do with Johnny Ramone? Well, see, like, I, I knew them all, like, when when I was in the Rockcats, and we were based in New York, like, well, in the 80s, we opened a lot of shows for the Ramones, and I got to... Oh, you did? You know, I hung out, all, yeah, I hung out, I hung out all the clubs, so I knew, I actually knew Joey a lot better than I knew uh, Johnny, so, and so I used to hang, you know, I, we got to know each other pretty well, and then, uh, but when we did this Elvis album, it's the same album that we did with Lemmy, we decided, me and Slim Jim decided, it'd be cool to get Johnny Ramone on the album, and then get Lemmy oh. to sing. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that they weren't the best of friends because Lemmy and Joey were like best friends, and you know I know you all, everyone uh-huh. knows that Joey and Johnny had like little rivalry. So right. Lemmy's a very loyal kind of person. So even though they didn't have any words or there's no bad blood, Lemmy's just like kind of loyal to Joey, like because he knew Joey and he knew that Joey had some problems with Johnny. So, <laughs> but we got them together and we did a, a couple songs and it all worked out well and they were. Very civilized each other, but it wasn't until later that I found out that Lemmy, you know, he liked Joey, and he was loyal to Joey. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's pretty so we amazing. Just basically, we cut. Yeah, we cut two. What is we cut two songs? Uh, the Rockin' Tonight, and Lemmy, and then we cut Viva Las Vegas. And I talked to Johnny on the phone. Like he said, let's do them the same key as Elvis, and let's do them the same, the same speed. So he came in, Lemmy came in and sang Good Rockin' Tonight, and then when he went to sing Viva Las Vegas, he said it was too slow for him, and it was the wrong key. So what we did is, that's when he picked up a guitar, and he said, let's, let's the three of us cut some songs. So we cut a couple songs, me, Lemmy, and Slim Jim, and then Lemmy said, man, we should start a band. This is great. And that it oh, kind of came out of that. And then the other song I did, the, the Viva Las Vegas song, I called up Johnny, and I said... Lemmy didn't sing it, but if he won, I can turn it into a surf instrumental. And, and Johnny went cool, so that actually came out too. So it's an instrumental with me and Johnny wow. Ramone. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> this is good trivia yeah. stuff because people talk yeah. about, you know, I designed for the Ramones, of course, but, but you know, people talk about the Ramones and everything. This is really good trivia, uh, Danny, that people don't know about. I'm serious. Just you know? to know, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is really cool stuff. 
Now, you know, I didn't know to, that there were so many concerts done in the in the airports in Austin. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> do they yeah, set they up a, a full have stage a, for you guys? Well, they do. In the, well, the middle of the airport, they have a full stage. It's the Ray Benson stage, and they and that they have full bands mm-hmm. play there. They play behind some plexiglass. It's not too loud, but you can, if you're traveling, you can go see full band. Now they have, they have a couple bars there, wow. and they have a water, they have a record store, Waterloo Records. That's, and inside those stores, they have little stages where they have sing, singer songwriters, or duos, or you know things that are a little bit more quieter. And that's why me and Annie played there today in, one, in the record store, that's Waterloo amazing. Records. Oh, that's great. And that's have, so amazing to know that they're. Doing venues like that, they're doing things like yeah. that in the middle, like in an airport where people, yeah, great. like from like Germany yeah. or France or someone yeah. traveling internationally, right. can yeah. be exposed to American culture. <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah. tell me yeah. about this new CD you're releasing. Let's hear about that. Yep. Well, we, well me and Annie been since me and Annie started dating. We and we got married in March. We start dating last July. Since then, we've been uh, recording together, and we've been—you know—she's been doing all my shows with me, and I've been playing with her mom or some. But and uh, so it's we, so it's kind of like become like a family thing. So me and Annie had mm-hmm. all these. We did it. We had a, she went right away. She did tour with me, and she would sing like three songs with me. And she back up. So I said, uh, "And we got to do a duet album. Instead of me doing a solo album, I do an album where I sing a couple, you sing most of them, and I do a couple instrumental. So it's kind of yeah. like what we've been doing." We've done her and me have done two tours of Europe already as a duo, and uh, when I went out with Sixty Nine Cats, the band uh, with the singer Yerky from Sixty Nine Eyes, and it's a it was a bass player from the Cramps, and it was a drummer from the Lords of the New Church. Even though Clint Burke played on the How album, cool. I got I, I would have a, I would have Annie come up and sing a duet with sing two duets with us on stage. That way, she could be on the road with me. Wow! And she's always a oh big cool. Hit. Is she gonna is she gonna call in? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I asked her to. Let's see, let's see. I sent her a text the number. Let's see. She, she does. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't know if they want to talk to me. Be I go, cool yeah, they do. To get her take on this whole thing. So you got oh, yeah, newlyweds. That's awesome. What's it like performing together and being married? I mean, it's like you guys have to have some kind of common grounds there. That's that's yeah, kind of cool. Well, the cool thing about her is she's been like I've been on the road since. I've been professional since I was 16, and uh, we've been. She's been on the road since she's 19, the same age as me, and so yeah. So it's like so she's very professional, and we work together very well. So, and so it's not like yeah. She's been like she's been. She went out on, when she was 19, touring with Van Morrison, and she wow. toured with her mother and with her uncle wow. Jerry Lee. Oh, I love Van Morrison. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Van Morrison's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, is that the doggy? What kind of dog do you have? No, what kind of dog? What kind of doggy is it? What kind of what? Is it a dog? Do you have a dog there? What? No, no. I thought you had a dog. No, so, you talking to? <laughs> we do have a dog, to? but it, well, I just was talking to Annie. I just went in and said to Annie, I said, make sure you call it. She's in the other room. Annie, call in. Call in. Yeah. Annie, we call in. Call from another room. So I walk yeah, out. that'd be awesome. Because I sent awesome. I sent her, her a text message with her not with her with the number. I just went in to say, you checked your message. You better call. So, damn. Hey, Danny, uh, what, cool. what is the story with Nancy yeah. Sinatra? You signed with Nancy Sinatra? 
Well, I played guitar with her for like four years. Wow. It just, wow. It's just a. It's just a, one of those. One of those. I was working. Well, the funny thing is, she when she came out of retirement, she put together a really good band. She had the she had the original drummer at first, uh, Hal Blaine, to play with her. But she had Don Randy, who was in the Wrecking Crew, and played piano there for four years. But she went to get young people in the band, so she got Gilby Clark from used to be Guns N' Roses to play Jeez. guitar with her. Yeah, Gilby's great. Guy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so so Gilby's a good friend of mine, and we used to, a lot of the albums that me and Slim Jim used to do, we used to do them up at Gilby's house, and oh. Gilby would engineer them. And so when I went up there one day, we recorded, I forget which album we're working on, but he said, I have these two gigs with Nancy Sinatra, and I can't do them. Do you want to sub for me? Mm. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And he said, you read music, right? And I said, yeah. And so... <laughs> Long story short, I, when I went in to do the re- what I thought was the rehearsal, Nancy yeah. said, "If you get the, I found out it was an audition, and Nancy, and Nancy said, "If you get the gig, you can't, you can't abandon me like Gilby did." So I excused myself and I went out the parking lot and I called up Gilby, "Dude, they think I'm replacing you." And he said, "Oh yeah, I quit." <laughs> and, he did, and he said, "You should take the gig. I'm because I'm too busy <laughs> to do it." And and so I got the gigs, but I was. Wow. <laughs> Hey, so wait a minute. One more, one more thing. One more thing I want to ask. Uh, BP Fallon. BP Fallon. I was in touch with, and he (laughs) wants to say hello to you, and also that you're playing with him in South by Southwest, Danny. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll do. We do a lot of shows together. Last year I played with him at South by, and we did 14 shows. Wow. (laughs) Okay, wait. I'm gonna pick her up. I think now. Hold on a second. You got her. Good. Hold on a minute. Six, seven, eight. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi. This is hey. Annie. <laughs> Annie. There you are. There you Hello are. Welcome to the show, Annie. We're so happy to Thank have you, you here. We've heard about your amazing, and then congratulations on your new marriage and uh, the new Thank TV you. coming out. And uh, I heard you, you played with Van Morrison. I love Van Morrison. And uh, you guys are doing some great you. stuff. Wow. So happy to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Ben, you got some questions? Yeah, I was just saying, Annie, remember when I mentioned to you, when I met you and Danny, that I said, you want to do a CD together. Look what happened, right? I know. It's all <laughs> your fault. <laughs> you guys are like, you know what I call you? Double dynamite. That's what I call you, double oh, dynamite. Oh, that's cute. That's great. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you um, did you work on the rage with uh, your husband on a? Oh wait, was this before you guys met each other? When did you? How'd you guys meet? Let's have that. But the, but the rage is in ni- is in the nineties. <laughs> so I know. Danny was so probably where, still in grade school. How did you guys meet? <laughs> yeah, I know. Danny, you, you tell meet? you tell the story. Danny, you're better at it than I am. I want to hear. <laughs> I met? want to hear. I'm a true okay. romantic. I want to hear it's it. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like you know, the head head cat we opened for Jerry Lee Lewis on his seventy fifth birthday, which mm, is wow, mm-hmm. it was two thousand and ten, uh, and and actually, and so we met him. You know, and I knew his, and I got to know his daughter, who was was on his, like his road manager, his manager then, who's Annie's cousin, Phoebe Lewis, who's his all, I guess his oldest child, Phoebe. And so then, when three or four months later, they were. Jerry, I was in Vegas for Viva Las Vegas, and Jerry Lee Lewis was headlining. And I didn't have passes to go see him, but but uh, I decided I wanted to go see Jerry Lee. So I texted Phoebe and said, "Can I go see your daddy play?" And she said, "Yeah, sure." He goes, "Go meet go meet his road manager." So I met his road manager, and so they put me on the side of the stage watching Jerry Lee Lewis. 
But what I didn't know, because it didn't happen when we opened for him, is that a lot of times he has Annie and her mother open the show for him. So they come out and they oh. do the first four or five songs. Oh. And then, her, then Annie's mother, Miguel, she introduces her brother. So, so, this, so this beautiful blonde comes out singing for Jerry Lee. And I'm like, so I text her Phoebe, like, who's that girl opening for your daddy? And she said, that's my, and she said, that's my skinny cousin. You want to meet her? And basically, we, we, so basically we exchanged numbers. Phoebe vouched for me, and we exchanged numbers. But it took us two years before we could finally meet up. Wow. Because I would be touring. And, really? Wow. And she'd be touring, and I go, and she lived in Atlanta at the time. And I go, I'm coming to Atlanta next week. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in Sweden. And she go, I'm coming to, I'm coming to Texas. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm here. I'm in Sweden. But, I'm in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, how it is. Because we always joke. We're always like, hello, I'm from Sweden. You know, what is your name? <laughs> Great. I'm from Sweden, so, yeah. So, Annie, you must have, Annie, Annie, you must have an amazing voice, so... I bet you could well. sing like the drop of the hat. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of my own voice, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's okay. They, nobody's booed me yet or asked me Oh, to I saw you. I, I saw guess you it's okay. Sing. Annie, I saw you I with, was... uh, on the stage, right? You sang there with I remember. Annie. Yes, sir. I know. We talked at the oh, bar. I was telling you yeah, about know. that today. Yeah, I know. You're a good yeah. voice. Yeah. You both of you are really Thank great. Thank you. What? It that was fun. That was a good night. That must have been amazing, Spencer. Oh, that yeah. Been really oh, yeah. It crazy. was amazing. It was. <laughs> it was really amazing. Annie, actually. I want to know, what was it like growing up around Jerry Lee? Mm. It was awesome. That, a lot of fun. I he, bet. He was just, the, you know, he's the best uncle because he's just fun, and he loves all of, like, his nieces and nephews so much, and he's always been extremely generous with us, and we always used to go to his ranch in the summer to go swimming. He had this great piano-shaped swimming pool with keys and everything. Wow. And it was just oh, the really? most fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I want to go. The first, yeah, it's so fun. And he, you know, like, he was the first, like, I went to his concerts and stuff since I was, like, four and five years old. And, I bet. You know, being backstage. Yeah, I mean, it was just the most fun. I love him to death, Is and I'm so really? proud of him. Yeah. Is he really like full of so much life like they portray him to be and like I've seen him in concert a couple of times. He's just like so energetic and has a lot of charisma. Yeah. I, I he saw, definitely I saw is. Holly, I saw him at BB King's and he, he reminds me he's got these young hands. You know, his hands are he young. Does, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like he's just as it, it, it's hard to describe but you have to see him. He's amazing. I mean to me I remember that night, you know, he and uh, Holly who was just I bet. so amazing, you know. Yeah, so he's what kind amazing. Of I'm so proud. He had on you. Yeah, what kind of influence huge. he had on you? Yeah. Annie? Yeah, I bet. Definitely huge. Yeah, definitely huge cuz I'm such a fan <laughs> of his first and foremost, you know. And so is my mom and and so is Mickey Gilly. I mean, everybody in the family like we look up to him so much. So, he influences all of us. So, Wow. You know, he's the best. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to ask you, um, what kind of music were you listening to growing up? Everything, like literally everything. I just loved music, all kinds, you know, and I had influences from my parents, influences from my peers, you know, so 
everything. <laughs> Literally wow. everything. I just kind of like soaked it all in. I just loved it so much. And just, it was so much fun, you know, like when you're a teenager discovering music, you know, and different kinds and different bands and, you know, just down the rabbit hole of like the 60s or 70s, you know, and it's just, you discover so many cool things and yeah, I've just always loved music passionately. So if it's good, I like it. (laughs) So now with you and Danny together making music um, and the song we opened up with, which it was Nitro. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about that? Because that was a really amazing song. I like that. So that's one of the. That's one of the. There's two instrumentals on the album. Cause I need to give Annie a break mm-hmm. when we play live. Otherwise, I'd make her sing everything. <laughs> so that's one of the two instrumentals. So. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty. Well, it's pretty, it's to, pretty powerful. Oh, thanks. Pretty powerful, don't you agree, Spence? Oh, yeah. I mean, his guitar work is unreal. I mean, for me, it's like yeah. his guitar work, right? Holly is, like, unbelievable. So it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's Thanks. like listening to beautiful music to me, you know, right? <laughs> cool. So what did you guys, did you guys both play at the airport today? We did, yeah. Yes. It was fun, actually. <laughs> There were so many, like, sweet people just kind of coming through and, like, dancing, little kids, and it was really cute. I enjoyed it. Only in Austin. <laughs> and we're going to try people to build up a following. People from Sweden. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're people from Sweden. Everyone from Hello, Sweden. I'm from Sweden. They are from Sweden. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Have I you guys been in Europe, by the way? Have you people be in, been in Europe? <laughs> Yeah, yeah we were, me and Annie have done me and Annie have done two duet tours, duo tours of Europe, but she's been she's been uh, we've actually I've lived in Europe and she's lived in Europe and Annie's been in touring Europe since she was a teenager just like I have, wow. but wow. we've gone there twice together. Uh huh. Yeah. Are there certain countries you frequent more than others in Europe? I'm sorry. Uh, are there other other countries in Europe that you like to play in, especially? You know. Well, I like. I spend a lot of time in Germany. I, I don't know why but Germany has been always great to me. I mean, I love England. It's just so hard to get. It's not like the old days when there's so many gigs. And what do you like, Annie? Well, I mean, I've I like the UK a lot. You know, um, I've worked there with my mom forever. You know, like since I was like 18. So I love that, and I love France as well. France has always been really good for us. France yeah. is so cool. Yeah. I know. So it's beautiful. Just, yeah. It's, 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 it's you know, and it's right now, this time of the year. So have you guys played in um, Japan or anywhere like that yet? In the Orient? Yeah. Danny has. Yeah, I've toured Japan twice. It's not, I've only ever gone to Japan. And uh, once with the 13 Cats, which the band I had was Slim Jim and, and, uh, Tim Polecat from the Polecats, and I went in the Rockcats, the original Rockcats from 1984. We reformed and did a tour of Japan about 2006 or something. So I've been there twice. Mm. Now, but Annie, are you guys? Where, yeah, where are you guys going next? Where's the next tour gonna go? 
Um, I know we're working in America a lot coming up because we have like South Spies coming up and Viva and like festivals and stuff like that. So I think we'll be like around in America at least like until summer. And then I yeah. think we go to Europe in the summer. Are you playing in get, New York at all, by the way? Are you playing we're in get, New York? We're, we're getting close. We're going to Dun, Dundellen, New Jersey. Uh-huh. <laughs> a place called, a place called Roxy's and Dotsy's or something like that. I heard that giggle, Annie. I heard that giggle. What's, what's up with that? Yeah, uh, kind of close to New York, but not quite. <laughs> it's supposed to be close to the Newark Airport, but we we were going to we were supposed to we were talking about coming out and opening for our uncle December third when well, we did the BB the last BB King show, but it got like he had to cancel it and they got pushed back to December, and we were supposed to be out for Lemmy's birthday party, so we didn't get to come. But you guys, I, I'll back. give you a suggestion. Mm. You guys should play at the Cutting Room or City Winery in New York. I'm telling you. I mean, they would really? love that. Be there. really cool, right, Holly? I mean, the City Winery. Yeah, I think I think I I see them doing that. You know where else yeah. they should play is in Nashville at the uh, at oh, the yeah. um, film festival. I think they'd be great at the film festival. Oh yeah, you kidding? We have. Why, a, why don't you do right? that? Yeah, Holly and I are involved with this uh, Southeastern International Film Festival in Nashville. And, uh, it's going to be in May. We don't have dates set, but it'd be great if you guys could play down there. on the, be really the cool. Oh, festival. we would love yeah. to. I'll be in yeah. touch with anytime, you. We'll yeah, yeah, anytime we can get up to Tennessee is great because I have family there, so it really works out good. I can go see my daddy. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> we played uh, – this past summer, we played the Ink and Iron Festival in Nashville. Me and Annie played, then sixty nine cats played, and then we played with her mother as well. Wow. And we all but me and Annie we me and Annie when our first shows we did, the first show where I met her mom, we first started dating, we played the five spot, which is a uh, in East Nashville. It's that it's a trendy club over there, so we played we played as a duet. A duo. Oh, that's great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know been, what I wanted to ask? You guys have played. You, you, Danny, have played with a lot of people, and so have you as well, um, uh, Annie. And I mean, out of all the people that you guys have played with, who have you not played with yet that you want to play with? Both of you. Oh, oh wow! Come on, I heard a giggle there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, That's no. Who have you ever played with? Yeah, have you done anything with lot. Bonnie Raitt at all, Annie? No, but I would love done... to. I've been a fan of hers for, you know, since like the eighties, so I love her. Great voice. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing musician. What about you, Danny? It'd be cool to play with Paul McCartney. Wow. Yeah, cool. that would be but, um... really fun, huh? <laughs> I mean Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would yeah, I'm sure that's of... that's coming up right around the corner. <laughs> He's uh, no, you know what? You you have no idea. There are people that listen to this show, right, Spencer? That are sure. just like yep. right yep. now. We've got a lot of people listening, and there are a lot of people that I'm sure would love, 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 love to have you guys play with them. Um, we've yeah, got I... another caller calling in. Hold on, let me see who it is because they keep calling and hanging up. And uh, this is supposed <laughs> to be pre-recorded. Hold on a second. Uh, let me see who it is. Six two six, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Helen Vargas. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Who this is, is Helen Vargas. 
This is Helen Vargas. Hey, Helen. I know Danny and Annie. We met up at NAM. Oh, oh hey. Wow. Oh, yeah. I remember. I'm yeah. Steve's mom. <laughs> how are you? Yes. Yeah. How, how are you doing? Oh, it's I, nice uh, to hear from you. I, yeah. Yes, I, I I saw your post that you'd be on the radio, so I said I just want to call and say hello from Gary and Steve and I from L.A., and it's really interesting hearing how you guys met and all the historical <laughs> musical background you have with the Lamb and Head Cats and Stray Cats. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. It's so good to hear from okay. you. Okay. Well, just want to yeah, say Helen. hi, and we look forward to oh, your hi. shows when you come into L.A. We haven't seen one of you and Annie together, but we're, we're looking forward to catching one. Uh, give the boys yeah. a No. How was, how was Nam this year, guys? It was great. It was, great. It was I my enjoyed first one. It was really good. What did you guys good. see? Who played? Who played this year? Uh, I didn't get to see very played. many people. What? Yeah, I, I saw Graham Nash. Nash. We ran into Stevie Wonder. And oh, wow. uh Graham there? the guy from Three Dog Night, I forget his name. Mm. But it was oh Doctor John was there. So yeah. And a lot of Graham other Nash is great. Yes, he yeah. was. Real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. So yeah. Have you guys seen his Anyways, art? I'll let you guys go so that you can tit chat and I can continue listening Bye, to Helen. your show. Bye. Do you want me to mute you? Would you like me to just mute you? Would you like me to mute you so you can listen to the show live on the air? I'll mute you if you'd like. What was that? I could mute you and you could listen to the show live. Would you like that? Okay, perfect. Why don't you do that? Actually, that would be great. Yeah. I'm so sorry I didn't pick up right away because it kept dropping. Hold on. Don't go (laughs) anywhere. I'm going to just mute you. Okay. So, yeah, that's so cool you guys ran into Graham Nash because uh, Spencer and I have done a lot of shows with uh, the Morrison Hotel Gallery, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Graham Nash is also an artist, meaning, like, he paints and draws and takes photos. Oh, I didn't know that. And, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah photogra- and he yeah, had a whole exhibit on photography yeah. and uh, amazing stuff, but... um Oh, beautiful. You know, I want to talk about, you know what I want to talk about is the, um, and I know this is kind of like a little out there, but, you know, they did that whole uh, memorial for Lemmy in uh, L.A. Did you hear about that, how they closed Sunset Strip down for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I actually had a gig that night, and I couldn't make the funeral or the memorial. And uh, Dixon, who's, uh, you know, who's one of worked really closely with Lemmy, he, he, he said Lemmy would be, because Lemmy would be the first person to tell you, don't cancel a show to come to his funeral. And so oh, even though I felt bad, I, yeah, we had, we had this gig booked. And it was like, this, I was only got a week notice. So I didn't get to go. I, I watched it online. And, and when I went out there this time, it I got to one. It was huge. Yeah. It was only it, supposed to be at the at the whiskey originally. It was just going to be at the whiskey. Yeah. And, then it, and then, then they expanded it to the entire Sunset Strip because there were so many people. Wow. Yeah, and you know, it was unbelievable. You know, Helen, you know, Helen had just called in. Her son Steve, he's been. I first met him. He started working for Lemmy as Lemmy's bass tech, like when he was like nineteen, and, wow. and he ended up being. He's he's on towards Motorhead. He used to be Head Cat's road manager, and that's that's her son Steve. And he also it seems like I always went to him. So I got to, you know, I, I didn't get to see all those. All those, we were all like. Close I wonder if she went. I'm, I'm sure. going to I'm, sure I'm going to find out if she went. I brought mm. you back on okay. the air. Did you go to the? Did you go to Hi, uh, Hi. You did. You know, I didn't go we to the hear. services. 
Yeah, we didn't go to the services. Services were actually private at Forest Lawn, and then we couldn't go because it was my daughter's birthday that evening, so we couldn't go over to the Sunset Strip. We went out prepared with our motorhead T-shirts just in case we got out early, but we were over here in Pasadena for my daughter's birthday, but uh, my son went, and he was there. He was actually very touched because he was so close with Lemmy. He was like his second dad. So, And mm. I didn't know, but I remember Stevie mentioned I didn't wasn't aware that he was a road manager for Headcats, but that's when I remember I first yeah. heard of them, and I think we yeah. might have gone to one of your first shows. The shirt that I had yeah. on, I think, was 2008. So I go, wow, these yeah. guys are awesome, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, Steve, Steve became our road manager. But I first met him, he was like, but he was just being like Lemmy's tech and taking the studio and he, yeah. he he graduated, and then he became going towards Motorhead as their road crew, and, yeah, and he was our road manager. Right, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. who all plays in who all plays in Headcat with you and um, and Annie? Who all is in the band? Well, Headcat, well, Headcat is was, was Lemmy, me, and Slim Jims. It's the three of us. With mm-hmm. me and Annie, we have it's just the two of us. We changed different musicians. Like we used like on um. We used Clem Burke from Blondie played our first show. He mm-hmm. played with us out in L.A. Then we also used a drummer from the Super Suckers. And we out here now, Austin, we're using this drummer named Tom Lewis who plays a lot of country artists like Merle Haggard and Raul Malo and all these. So we always have good players with us. <laughs> but uh, now we don't have a set rhythm section. We we kind of we hire good guys. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's really cool. So are you, um, you're based out of Austin, right? You live in Austin? Yeah. yeah. So do you guys ever get to go to Dallas or anything like that? Go out that way? Yeah. Um, I go there. I've, yeah, there's then, a lot of, I don't think I've been to Dallas though in a while. Yeah, there's a go lot of really it. good <laughs> stuff going on in Dallas and then Atlanta and then going into Nashville and stuff like that. You guys yeah, there's a lot of great too. music in the South. <laughs> oh, I want to ask a music That's, question. Danny, have you, ever played with, have you ever played with Jimmy Vaughn, Danny? Well, I've, we've, we've gotten up on stage and we've jammed together before. And wow. Once, once back in the 80s and, and once since we moved here uh, a long time ago. So, I mean, since I first moved here, we did it once. But back in the 80s, I jammed with him once as well. Wow. That's awesome. You know, there's just like that sound from the South, you know, South music, and it's just got such a different sound to it. And I know that um, I'm working right now with, uh, do you know Shane Evans from Collective Soul, the um, drummer from Collective Soul? I know he is. I'm in no oven, yeah. Yeah, he's in Dallas. He and his... uh, he and uh, Kelsey are playing out there, and they've got a new band called Beauty for Ashes. So it's kind of like really cute. A lot yeah. of husband and wives are oh, getting cool. together and really doing this and taking us <laughs> on the road. No, no, no. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> it is. It is I love because it. you have yeah. control over everything. The thing yeah, is, and plus you know, spend time together. <laughs> you do, you do, and that's Touring the separately thing, is you know? a little hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know. Um, are you? Do you guys get involved in any nonprofits or do anything for any kind of for for students or for schools or anything like that? Well, we did uh, the, we the show. I just churches a lot. Um, and yeah, Danny, go that. ahead. What you were going to say? 
Well, the show we did out the show we did out in LA that we just played for Nam that was for the Musicians Institute of Technology to benefit, oh, and we've wow. done a couple hand, we've done a couple Sims benefits. The Sims is like a it's a psychiatric it gives psychiatric help to musicians and the people that can't afford psychiatric help. And there's a thing called out here. There's a thing called Ham, which is the Health Alliance for Austin Musicians. So we've done a couple of shows. We've done as benefits for them. Mhm. They take yeah, care of musicians in Austin, which is great. They do. Yeah. They do. Now, um, where's your next? Where Where can we look to see you play next? Anything coming up soon? <laughs> well, we're playing. We'll be playing Anton every Thursday, except for a couple okay. for the next two months with with me and Annie Marie and her mother Linda Gell Lewis. Um, okay. The next will The next will look like. We have a show tonight, me and Annie, but our next show that we have booked is uh, Viva Las Vegas, and then we have a Rockley Festival out in New Mexico, which is the the Rockabilly Roots 66 Festival. And But, we're, but right now, we're just doing a lot of shows with the mother, and when South By comes up, like we talked earlier, me and Annie will be playing with BP. We play as a trio with BP, mm-hmm. and... Oh really? And, uh, then we'll also be That's doing, a hot we'll show. That's a hot show. Yeah. That is. Yeah, we yeah. love BP. He's great. He's such a cool guy. <laughs> love him to death. You know, he came out to Austin. I went and I played with him. Me and Aaron and him played as a trio. And we just and we just, and Annie had never met him. She met him. And we played his live show out here in Austin. And next thing I know, it was live in Texas. He, re- he released it as a live album, live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, he, when he came back for South By, and he's like, well, we've got to promote the album, so I wanted to be, Aaron can't do it, he's busy, so we're going to get Annie and Joe King Carrasco. <laughs> It'd be me and Annie and BP, and then it would be, we'd have Joe King Carrasco, but then we'd add, we had Mike Mills from REM on bass, and we had Clint Burke from Blondie on drums, and and so as it started out with the three of us, it become this big super group. Oh, yeah. Mike Mills, <laughs> wow, that's by the way, awesome. Dan, yeah, I, I want to bring up Danny uh, and Annie that I'm in a movie filmed by Lee Stewart. I'm, I'm in a movie with Mike Mills. Uh, it's all no, about an artist. But Mike Mills oh, is a great, yeah. great musician. Yeah. It's like yeah, great. definitely. That's yeah, I knew, so I knew cool. Mario hey, from back in the 80s. I want to get, I wanna get you guys out here. I want yeah, to get you guys out to. here in uh, California. Please do. California. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, they've got Bottle Rock coming up soon, which is really cool. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Bottle Rock. Um, no, I think haven't. this Sounds year they've familiar. got a lot of really cool things going. Yeah, Bottle Rock is really cool. It's like a new festival. Yeah. But you guys would be awesome, especially with rockabilly-type music out here. We really love that. Um, there's one group out here that, He's been playing Terrapin Crossroads. You know the guy from the Grateful Dead. He opened up a restaurant. You guys would be great oh, there, Bob too. Weir, that would be, or... Yeah, Bob Weir opened up Terrapin yeah. Crossroads. And it's oh, a wow. great <laughs> venue. Oh, my God. They've got the great room there. And uh, well, it, they've got some really amazing people that come out there and play. You got, um, I, I would bet, love yeah. to talk to you and see about getting you guys out here. Um I have oh, your yes. number, Danny. Is that okay if I call you guys with that number? Oh, oh, please do. Yeah, please. Yeah. And I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I myself want to get you in New York at City Winery and the Cutting Room, and I know the people to connect you with there when you get your album out. Please get in contact with me. Please, yeah. 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 We're talking about, like, after we we're doing, we're doing Lancaster Blues and Roots Festival on the February 26th and the 27th. We're playing it at, I hope I pronounced it right, Dundellen, New Jersey, which is close to North. So we're doing that yeah, on the 27th. Dundell. Yeah, Dundell. I know where that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so we're doing that on the 27th. But then we're planning on coming back and coming back and doing the same kind of places, but also doing New York City again. That'd be great to Yeah, I want to hook you up there. I'm telling you, because Holly and I can tell you that City Winery and the Cutting Room, we've had them yeah. on our show. They're just outstanding places to play. You know, the Cutting Room had Mick Taylor with Ron Wood. Can you imagine this? For four nights. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Imagine what awesome. that was like. And and City Winery just has, you know, everybody, uh, Bonnie Bramlett and uh, all the people you'd love play there, uh, John Hyatt and, uh, you know, I can't. Oh, that's yeah, cool. It's the endless. Uh, but you would get into that. I mean, you people would I mean, really get perfect. into this club, you know what I'm saying? So we could do, Spencer, we could do a bi-coastal thing. They could do it out there and then they could come out here and they could yeah. do like turf and crossroads. Yep. Because you've got great stuff like out there, Holly. The, oh, my God. I've got like oh, yeah. great <laughs> venues out here yeah. that Holly's you guys got good venues out there. Perfect. And the Harvest Festival every year, we have the Doobie yeah. Brothers. The Doobie Brothers have their own um, studio right by my house. And oh, um, awesome. usually, yeah, no, no, no. And it's really cool because they do this thing every year around harvest time where everybody gets together and they all just kind of play like Tommy Shaw lives up here, Jack yeah. Blades, um, Carlos Santana, you know, and then, you know, you've got this one group up here and right. I really like them and they're called the honey, honey, honey um, drops. And they're really good. They're like, kind of like rockabilly, but they also kind of like go more like uh I don't know. It's hard to explain what their sound is, but they have been playing a lot of places. And I know Terrapin Crossroads would be a great place, but definitely New York City. That would be really cool. That would be really, yeah, well, really cool. We love to play. So any, any yeah. games, we, know. we will love to do them. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in touch where with are you both. Playing, where are you playing tonight? It's a place called Evangeline Cafe. Place. Yeah, it's a great oh, little nice. place. Yeah, so fun. Like a New Orleans feel, great Cajun food, so good. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. like the like Cajun <laughs> yeah. festival. Yeah, I do I do a um Cajun festival in LA every year. Um I'm not doing it this year, but there's it's still going on. It's called the Bayou Bash. So they have oh, fun. music. Lisa Haley oh, is out there all the time. Yeah. All right. That would oh, be fun. <laughs> Oh, let's oh, yeah. Do it. Well, I <laughs> yes, want to say please. to both of you, <laughs> yes, please. Oh, you're so cute. I want to say to both of you, I mean, you both have seen probably your, like, you know, best and worst, and, and, and now you're moving forward, and you've got this new release coming out, and, and these new gigs that are coming out. So we want to see more of you. We want to try to get you guys out there. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, we'll be in Vegas. We'll be in Vegas in April because we're going to play the Monte Carlo, and I think we're going to do Viva Las Vegas. So maybe we can come to LA then around. It's like oh, April. Great. 
Nice. 12th, 11th. 12, 13, 14, 15th, around there. Well, I'm in, I'm in Sonoma. Do you know where Sonoma is? Northern yeah, California do. near San Francisco? Yeah. So that's where Terrapin Crossroads is, yeah. is up here in Napa. Oh, cool. So, I uh, mean, this whole area is, like, exploding with music lately, yeah, it seems like. Really um, and I know New York is yeah. off the hook, too. So we've got we've got it on both ends here. But, That's right. Um, I want to. I want to say to both of you, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, I don't know if there's anything I've missed that you want to ask, Spence. I just want to wish him the best, and I want to see you guys in New York. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to out there with Sonoma with Holly. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know what? I'm super excited about about the music. I mean, the music's really cool, and. We're ending the show with a song called 69 Guitars. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I did that. You know, like I said, I did an album last year with 69 Eyes, a singer from 69 Eyes. We called it 69 Cats. And the album we used Mm -hmm. Clint Burke from Blondie, who I use all the time, played drums, and it was was a chopper from the Cramps played bass. But we did, and we did as we made, and I made an instrumental song on the album, and the rest of the album is covered. Uh But then we went out, last year we did two tours in Europe, and uh, both of them, like, that's when I started early, that took Annie out with us so that Annie would come up and sing. Because on that album, we did there's a duet with Wanda Jackson, with Yerky and Wanda Jackson. So Annie would go out and she'd take Wanda's place, and then she'd also do well, one of the songs. Well, she'd do Shaking All Over. So take so Wanda's she, place. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, I want to hear you sing, so now I'm going to have to go on the net and find Vine videos of you singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> There's a great oh, video. Type in, if you look up 69 Cats and you type in a whole lot of shaking, you'll see her and Yerky doing a duet. They did oh, every cool. single night oh, all over really? Europe. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. I'm going to check it out. And we did, when we just played Wait. out in L.A. last week, she did the, she did the duet with uh, the lead singer from Morbid Angel, the death metal band. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so that's a... Yeah, and so they did the duet. He has—he actually has a great country voice, but he's—he's he's known for they're one of the founding bands of death metal, like yeah, Morbid Angel. <laughs> so she said that she did the whole lot of shaking to it. With oh, that's Vincent. great. I want I want to add you know, something to your... this. Uh, I want to add something. Yeah. Danny, I interviewed uh, Zach Starkey in a Punk Globe magazine. All right. You check check out Zach Starkey. I saw him in New York with Shush, his group, and Shush Lagoose, yeah. his girlfriend, sings lead. I don't know if you've seen yeah. him. He's like he's to me. He's like Dave Grohl. He plays guitar and drums like unbelievable. Both things. Yeah, no, he's been like a, that's kind of cool. Clemson, Clemson recording with them. He's Clemson recording with Slush mm-hmm. on the drums, and uh, yes, yeah, so, and he told me that too. He said, "Man, he, he told me Zach plays great guitar because I knew he was a drummer from years ago." But yeah, but Clemson, yeah, the, the, the two of them are really good as a duo. I, I had seen him in New York, and uh, Clem Burke was there, in fact, with some yeah. of Joan You know, I worked with Joan Jett. Some of the band was there. And I went to the showcase, and I had never seen him before. But everybody blew their mind because they thought he was going to play drums, right? But he played yeah. lead guitar. He played lead guitar, and he knocked my socks off. I swear to God, yeah, he's that's unbelievable. What, that's wow. What, that's, what I say. that's what I said when they were recording. Clem has been playing drums on their recordings. So I said, mm-hmm. I thought Zach was a drummer, and Clem was... Oh, no, Jay, he's a really good guitar player. Right, <laughs> so I'm right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. when we had Nancy, I had Nancy Leandrews on my show, and she was with uh, Ringo um, when they co-wrote Las Brisas together. And she said, God, I remember Zach 
when he was little and he used to get on his dad's drums, Ringo's drums, and play all the time. I have no idea that he played guitar so well. That's amazing. Yeah. That is, it is yeah, probably, really good. it's not your socks off. It's unbelievable. You yeah, know, we, but we, getting back to your music, um, Danny and um, Annie, um, are you uh-huh. planning on doing any more um, movie stuff together um, mm. at all? If When people ask us to, we will. I have one score I'm supposed to be working on, but as soon as someone asks for us to do it, we'll do it. Uh, and cool. I, whenever I do a movie, I always try to, when they, people need music, I try to work our songs in. So yep. <laughs> we'll, whenever possible. <laughs> That would be so cool. <laughs> and they think that nitro oh, sound, they want that sound of they want that sound of nitro in their soundtrack. Get in touch with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Nitro. Yeah. yeah, nitro is like <laughs> that song I had to open up with that because that was a really powerful song. And today's Friday, yeah. guys. I want to say to everyone out there, please do not drink and drive. Um take it easy and uh yeah, I always have to say that just because, you know, you just never know. If you're going to drink, cool, but have someone drive you. And, uh, Uber. <laughs> yeah, Uber. Uber. Oh, my God. Uber, right. Uber's big. Call Uber, Uber is killing. It's Uber big. is killing all the cab Rules. drivers in San Francisco. It's crazy. Oh. All these people that owned. No, seriously, all these people that owned all their own cabs and then Uber came along and it's like, you can be a cab driver if you own a car, you know? <laughs> yeah, I never really thought of it like that. It's okay to drive someone, right? I know. Yeah. So you know, tell me about it. So those cab drivers that own their own cabs, they can become Uber drivers. <laughs> yeah. See? That's cool. So both of you, did you both grow up? Um, really loving music and knowing that this is what you wanted to do. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course yeah. you, of course you, Annie, being around music all the time. I mean, you probably heard uh, a lot of music in your time every day. So every you know. day, yeah, kind of the family business, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I, yeah. I could just only. I mean, that's like crazy. You know, it's such an emotional thing. And to hear it all yeah. the time, it's like so many memories there, you know, especially yeah, everything. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to grow up. It was really a beautiful mm-hmm. way to grow up. Okay. <laughs> well, we want to well, thank you guys. Do you guys want oh, anything you want to say to everyone before we go? Yep. Well, look, come see us live, and when you do, say hi to us and introduce yourself, and look forward to seeing you all next year, this year. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's what Thank I you wanted. all so much for website. having me. Oh, sure. Yeah, Our get pleasure. your website out, guys. What's your website? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, have, we just have a Facebook page now. We don't have a Danny B. Harvey and Annie Marie Lewis website yet. But just go to Facebook and look up Danny B. Harvey and Annie Marie Lewis, and you'll find us. Good. Annie, I'll find you. Danny, I have you already. Annie, I'm going to find you yeah. because I definitely <laughs> want to friend you. Yeah, that would be really fun. And I want to thank everyone for listening today. And for anyone that missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Blog Talk Radio under Red Velvet Media, under the Indie Cafe. And I want to thank Spencer for being here today, too, and also our special guest, 
that's listening and that called in. Thank you so much for being here today and bringing us up to date on Lemmy's things. And Danny, you guys have such a great thing going. I'm I'm really excited. I really am looking forward to having you guys out here. And Spence, I'm sure you in New York. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. New York City, Rock City. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, guys. Next week. Well, thanks, Polly. Thanks, Spencer. Yeah. Oh, we love you guys. We love you guys. We love you guys. I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much. We love you guys, too. Thank you. And And next Friday, we're on the air again uh, next Friday. And then after that, we're on um, doing a special show. Be right before Valentine's Day on chocolate. My favorite thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate. Chocolate. (laughs) So we're going to play 69 guitars. And with that, um, we are going to end the show. And with that, have a great Friday, guys. Yeah, yeah. Take care. Thanks.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.